fucking boy, oh boy, does it so feel good to wake up on a Monday and not be disappointed by yet another Game of Thrones episode. I don't, I don't follow. You don't follow? No. I don't know. The more, the, I don't know. The more I sit on that last episode, the more I'm upset, but the more I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it because the books will come out, hopefully, and then we'll just get everything elaborated on. That's all I want is elaborated because it's all about the journey, not about the destination. At least with something like this. Yeah. I'm it, good with just, it and I'll never read those books. I'll read them. Just <laughs> not because I, I want to know how we arrived there because I'm fine with like the arrival. By the way, we're not going to sit here and yap Game of Thrones guys, but uh <laughs> I'm I'm satisfied with the with the destination, just not the journey. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Sweet. I don't know. Any, yeah. Well, anyways, other than Game of Thrones, welcome to Game Quest, guys. I am Trace. Yo, I'm Jordan. I'm Matt. We've got a very, very limited cast today, but you know what? It's a uh, it's Memorial Day. People are probably doing shit. Hope you're having a fabulous Monday. I hope you had it off, got time to celebrate the holiday. Even though it's not much of a celebration, we do uh we do give respect to uh the people that made this holiday happen. So we hope you're having a good Monday. I participated in my moment of silence at 3 p.m. Absolutely. Uh, actually, our neighbor goes to work early in the morning and puts the flag at half mast, and then he uh, he goes and takes it to full mast at noon. And he's done it every year, so that's a pretty cool thing that he does. Nice. Well, yeah. Anyways, uh, do we have some news for today, Jordan? We do have some news, man. Oh yeah. What uh, happened? This week? You want to break down the news? You want me to break down the news? I love break, news. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop. Uh, can I can I drop Death Stranding? Real quick, you can drop whatever the hell you want to, brother. Cool. So we we saw a little bit more on Death Stranding. We have a date. <laughs> it's it's sad how with Death Stranding we've <laughs> arrived at a point where we're, we're happy with a date that we might find out what the fuck this game is. But uh, what what was the date on it? Five twenty nine. Twenty nine. So Wednesday. Yep. Five twenty nine Wednesday. We are going to hopefully have some Something. useful in- information on. It. I don't know. There's really not much out on what what is going to happen on that day. Other yeah, we, than that date. Something will happen with Death Stranding. Here's what we know: Death Stranding, May twenty nine. That's it. Yep. Doesn't doesn't Something. say anything more than that. <laughs> uh, we do have Honestly, rumors coming it's down. Looking really solid for me that this game is not coming out because we're almost into the sixth month of the year. We're almost halfway through the year and we see nothing. So I might be scoring some draft points on this. <laughs> you just might be. <laughs> but the, to uh, Kojima's credit, I guess, or to everybody's credit, there have been rumors floating around for a while that we would be getting some Last of Us 2 info and a date this week. And so that could very well be another Sony state of play in which they drop some fucking bombs right before E3. Well, didn't you say earlier that there was some there was some talk on five twenty nine being uh, Sony's like announcement stream in lieu of E three or no? That's exactly what I just said right now. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was just worded that, differently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it's going to be the E three show, but there have been rumors for a while that this week was going to be one of their shows, and that The Last of Us was going to be a part of that. That'd be it sweet. Would only if make it would sense. Only- It'd be great if it was something that started on 529 and, you know, they just ramped it up more and more and even closed it out with a PS5 uh, big announcement. That'd be Dude, sweet. they might as well. They keep fucking talking about that thing 
Like they I just keep seeing so much shit about it. it. They're like, oh, here's this, and here's this, and here's a demo, and you can watch this, and it. They just are giving so much information without actually giving any actual information. Are, yeah, so I guess that raises the question of: Are we just going to get blue balled with these uh, with these Sony streams coming up? Are we going to have some solid info on the PS5 coming? Up? Uh, maybe not this week. I bet you they run something early June. I bet you. Hell yeah. Well, all, honestly, I'm selfish. All I have hope for is Death Stranding not coming out this year, and I get some fun. <laughs> oh my <track>. god. <laughs> And I have hope that it does. So, you know, we're, we're in the same boat there, just opposite sides of the boat. You're, you're, you're just, paddling you're, one way, I'm paddling the other. And we're well, yeah, you're, you're trying to plug the hole. I'm stabbing holes in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Pissing in it. Uh, all right, so let's get into some other shit here. I'm just going to go from the oldest to the newest. First thing I want to mention, we officially, this is officially happening. A new Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, oh boy. Shit. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, that, buddy. There's only one other Mortal Kombat movie, right? Uh, um, yeah. The old yeah. one? Yeah. And yeah. it's. Yeah, it's, just the one. And you could almost call it no Mortal Kombat movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that movie's fine. It's old, but it's. It gave us the techno Mortal Kombat theme song, and that theme song is still so good. All right, fair. Yeah, it is. So I will take that. Uh, this movie's going to start production in Australia, uh, which means they're finally going to have a good fucking Kano. My, yep, Kano, who's Australian. I am not up to date on my. Uh, He's Australian. Yeah, board. sorry, I couldn't pull that from my brain apparently because I'm just so jazzed. Uh, <laughs> this is being produced, not directed by one James Wan and Simon McCoy. Oh uh, can you shit! Give me insight on as to what James Wan has done because I I don't know his name. Oh, Most recently, James Wan directed Aquaman. Um, he also is the creator of the Conjuring films as well as Saw. And oh, he's so doing, he sucks uh, is what you're saying. This fucker over here. <laughs> hey, get, off, get off my show, Jesus! <laughs> I was being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a good, he's good, he's doing Swamp Thing he's too. Good. If I remember correctly, right? Uh, he is a producer on Swamp Thing. Yes, um, his next director credit is. The pilot for a uh, TV show called The Magic Order, which I know nothing about. And it's based off a comic book. I know that much. A uh, Mark Millar comic book. And then uh, he's doing Aquaman 2. All right. So, yeah, this dude does have a he has a track record of pretty successful book or movies, not books. Yeah, he he directs beautiful fucking movies. His producer credits are not as impressive. Um, he's produced pretty much every horror movie that's ever come out since Saw. So obviously there's a lot of bad ones in there, but he's also produced some good ones. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, there's I mean, there's kind of a high price on your head when you create a uh, a a series like Saw, because that was say what you will about it, whether or not you felt like it was milking the milking the franchise. Uh, it did well and his, it did well, and they made some cool ass stories in there. I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched anything outside of like saw two or maybe three like just when i saw it on like tv there was there was a there was a scene where someone was in a pit of needles yeah that was two okay i've seen saw two and that's it so that scene was fucked yeah it was horrifying i watched i was like 13 when i saw it and i was like i don't think i want to watch these movies (laughs) no you really don't i i have high hopes for this i have high hopes with james wan attached and if that there was like a live action short series called Mortal Kombat Legacy from a number of years ago that was actually really good. It was like a fan made thing, but it was really well done. Uh, so I just want more like live action Mortal Kombat in my life, dude. I don't care. All right. Yeah, uh, scheduled to come out it. in 2021. So we'll see. A ways out. Damn. A ways out. 
but it's officially being worked on on like that fucking metal gear movie that we keep hearing about metal gear movie <laughs> and the the coheed and cambria comic books movie that we've heard about Is that for a thing? five it well no it's not a thing but it's just been discussed for probably i don't know five to ten years oh my god oh, uh, okay i, I, I hadn't heard that man. anyway there sure. were there were talks of matt damon working with claudio in what capacity i don't know in what capacity that was as far as it went so it probably wasn't even true i don't yeah i don't believe that one bit but <laughs> weird shit fucking happens dude really weird shit happens elijah wood was in cooties you know anything is possible hey as we talked about before elijah wood was in eternal sunshine yeah as was mark ruffalo to yeah, uh, what a, recap yeah. everybody on that situation all right we'll move on from that into you know uh, you know how people get like duped by headlines right what about getting duped by a headline and a picture combination and just getting so fucking excited only to find out that you're wrong? Oh, God. Was this Splinter Cell? <laughs> no, no, this was not that. Uh, this was actually less than that. Uh, well, more than that for me. So we talked, I think it was a couple weeks ago, we talked about Starbreeze and how they don't have enough like cash and assets to last for another year if they continue their current downtrend. I saw a headline that says, Rockstar buys Starbreeze Art Studio for $7.9 million. <laughs> And a picture of Payday 2. <laughs> Naturally, the grown adult in me got a raging heart on because the people who make Grand Theft Auto making a Payday game would just be fucking, that's my life right there. I feel like Grand Theft Auto is like already a Payday three, game. It's, it's, it's three so steps not short, though. It's three steps short of being a Payday. Don't yeah, ask me what those steps are because I've had too much to drink. But you know what? <laughs> the, the steps are um, good heists where you have to work together with people. Um, interesting objectives that allow you to go stealth or action. And I don't know, let's say 18,000 different masks you can customize. Those are the only. And John Wick. John Wick has to be in there, of course, if it's a payday game. Wait, anyway, John that's Wick not what this is. Payday? Yeah. Yeah, he came to payday like three days before the first movie came out. <laughs> that's that's fun cool. as fuck. That's way there's, cool. there's a John Wick heist, I believe. I don't exactly remember what it's like set to. Um, they have the Reservoir Dogs heist. They have Reservoir Dogs properties oh, in there. Cool. Damn, Payday 2 is fucking nuts, man. Damn, so they're just dipping into a lot of different pools. That's crazy. They had the Heat heist, of course, because Heat's the fucking heist movie. Like, anyway, that's not what this is. Rockstar <laughs> did not buy the rights or the team that made Payday. They bought an Indian art production studio that's also worked on things like Forza Horizon 4, Insomniac Spider-Man, and Days Gone. So, like, it's not that, but I wanted to mention it because I felt like crying inside when I found out. <laughs> I don't know, Rockstar needs more shit, right? Like, they need to make big, bombastic games, and they need to keep doing it, so they need to keep upping their force, right? What the fuck else do they do? They do what? They did Red Dead... How long was it between the last fucking Grand Theft Auto? Because that came out on PS3, and then they didn't put anything else out in between then, unless I am. Yeah. GTA is, 5 is yeah. fucking old. Uh, I'm going to get that date for you right now, which they, is September in, 2013. Wow. Jesus Christ. So do you yes. think we're going to see a GTA 6 soon? Rockstar can't, no. Rockstar yeah. can't just step away from that fucking franchise. No, but they can absolutely let it sit there for fucking years like they always do. Right, but I mean, we're what? We're... How many years out? Six. Six. So what do we have? Four more before we see another GTA? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, let's let's take a look at this real quick. Uh, so if I had to ask you what was the last game that came out before GTA 5, what would you say? GTA 4? <laughs> nope. Was it Red Dead? How about Max Payne 3? That was Rockstar. Oh, that was Rockstar, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, how about LA Noir before that? Oh, God. That's 
holy shit, you just you just blew a fuse <laughs> in my head because LA Noir is one of those games that I remember seeing in Hastings, which I know this is a little inside, but Hastings was a video <laughs> and game store. There. Yeah. This uh, Hastings <laughs> was a video and game store local to Arizona that rented whoa, whoa, whoa. they were like blockers. They were nationwide, weren't they? We were nationwide, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. They were a nationwide small, small towns across the country, but yeah. yeah, they were, they were blockbuster on a smaller scale. And I remember going into Hastings as a kid and Hastings has been closed for three years at this point. But I remember yeah, going in there as a kid years. and seeing LA Noir on, on the game rental shelf. Wait, you were a kid. How old were you in 2011 brother? Uh, 2011. <laughs> I, I was 13. Fuck Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> right? So I was a kid, young whippersnapper. Wait, over here. you that's old not bitch. true. You old bitch. That is not true. <laughs> okay, no, never mind. Uh, I was about to say, like, even, holy shit! I graduated high school before you were fucking ten years old. No, <laughs> Dude, you know what? I just told you that I have had a bit to drink. Off I don't need a math quiz right now. Okay? <laughs> anyway, I didn't sign up for math, Jordan. <laughs> so here's what the pertinent information looks like gta 4 came out in 2008 gta 5 came out in 2013 gta san andreas came out in 2004 so they've progressively added a year to those games to make them bigger and more bombastic that's kind of crazy uh, because they're not doing that much to gta 5 right now how many high oh, school shitload in the fucking multiplayer space? Nothing Good. that's like nothing along the lines of the GTA four DLC, uh, the lost and the damned and the ballad of gay Tony, but they are adding stuff like every week to GTA online, whether it's good stuff or not. I'm not there to say, because I think all of it is stupid, but, <laughs> um, how, how many heists have they added? Because I really enjoyed doing heists with my friends on there. I want to say that there are. The I want to say that there are eight total. Oh, I, I could be very wrong about that. All right. Yeah, maybe one day we'll get a crew together and do some of those. But yeah, so so I don't know. Uh, obviously, they had Red Dead come out this year. Maybe we see something new from Bully finally. Ooh, uh, that's what I have. Is Agent about. still a thing? I don't think so, but who knows? But like of their properties, I don't think they're going to bring anything else back. I don't think anyone gives a shit about state of emergency or midnight club or smugglers run like it's bully gta and red dead at this point for them unless they make something brand new and brand new would be nice <laughs> yeah right and real quick on red dead i i really think that red dead fell short of rockstar's expectations but also they are the only persons to blame for that i don't even know that it has fallen short like the online experience they'll never say. definitely well yeah but that's exactly what gta 5 was in when it first launched like they put so much time and effort into the single player and they're like all right multiplayer is going to be later this is how we're going to expand this game they, they Honestly, didn't really they put so much time into just putting it on fucking pc <laughs> it took it, it, so I've... long for a port to come over what do you it's still it's no it's not what the port for gta 5 took years oh, for gta 5 the, yeah. yeah after the console release oh yeah no i would love to see a pc port of uh of red dead but I don't think that's fucking happening. I'm sure the the PC port situation is because they were also making it for PS4 and Xbox One. Right. Yeah, just just for the sheer like system architecture for the uh, nature of the graphics, you know, that the, the PC could keep up with more modern consoles, that sort of shit. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know when we're going to see a GTA 6. I'm sure they're still raking in tons of fucking money from five online. So 
it's probably the furthest thing from their minds, but they are probably working on it right now. Sweet. I can't wait. They have fucking nine. Nope. Yep. They have nine studios. Damn. So, wow. I just looked it up, by the way. They have five heists, which is what they had before. Five. Okay. So they haven't had any heists. So it's, it's all just ancillary bullshit. Yeah. New the races heist? and new other fucking shit. Yeah. No, the heists were the fucking, were the height of that, were the height of multiple. Yeah. Like that was some really cool stuff. Which is why yeah. I would love for them to take some of the payday stuff and put it in there or do it the opposite way. I don't know. I think they could benefit from incentivizing the heist more to where repeating them would give better uh, better rewards. But like repeating them didn't really do shit for me other than it just gave you more cash. Yeah, I was like, what even are the rewards? Like, yeah, you walk away with a lot of cash from it. That's it. That's the reward. That's really the only reward in that game, isn't it? fucking yeah. money and then at some point you don't need money anymore like that that's the problem with gta online for me is like you are not rewarded for doing anything other than you get cash that you could get from any other fucking ways in that game you can kill a hooker and get cash yeah you can go play some deathmatch which is surprisingly fun and get money for that like it, it needs more substance and that's why i I'm probably not going to go to Red Dead Online. No, but I've seen that Red Dead Online is making has made some improvements, so good for them. Yeah, it apparently made like a pretty drastic improvement last week, two weeks ago, whatever. So I don't know. We'll we'll see about that. Right on. You got anything else? Uh, yeah, back on the topic of Game of Thrones because we knew we'd come back to that. Absolutely. Uh, Benioff and Weiss are going to be the two responsible for the next Star Wars movie that has been confirmed. Oh, I'm sure that's garnered a lot of positive, wonderful oh. <laughs> response. Two things that everybody absolutely loves right now, Star Wars and the creators of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Nobody dislikes either of those two things. The funny part is the alternative would be the creator of uh, fucking, what was the last one? Force Awakens? Nope. Was that the, was that the last one? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, yes. How do uh, I Ryan know Johnson. this shit? <laughs> I, man, it all fucking blends together at this moment. Why, why but, am I the source of Star Wars information on this episode? Because we have to have you here for something, and you know Star Wars. <laughs> That's what I do. you've been drinking just enough to remember Star Wars. I guess. So anyway, the two options, they have Star Wars, or the Disney slash Lucasfilm, have exactly two teams right now. They have D&D from... Game of Thrones, and they have Ryan Johnson who made The Last Jedi. So either way, it's a fucking lose-lose situation for which one comes out first as far as the public reception goes. Tis but I'm sure the movie's going to be fine. <laughs> Tis the season to watch your favorite franchise go down the drain. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? That's how people want to look at it. Let them do it. That's fine. No, I'll be I'll be positive. Honestly, yeah. D, like Dave and D.B. Weiss, they have they worked on games this whole time. They, they got away from George R. R. Martin's writing I, to wrap it up. Whether or not they limited their own time or their time was limited by something else, I still think they're they they make good content. Yeah, I have no reason to think that those guys will not do a good job here. Not not even a little bit. Yeah, people but, people just want to discredit them because of the the last few episodes of Game of Thrones or this whole last season of Game of Thrones, depending on your outlook. Fine, but there's. There's other, there was so much other television that they did before that, that provided us so many fucking hours of entertainment and nail biting and pants shitting and, and pants jizzing action, you know? There's just so much more that goes into making a TV show than two fucking dudes, yo. Right. Like, two dudes do not make a show and they do not doom a show. So uh, anyway, we're not going to see this movie for a long time. It's not coming out till 2022 because they're taking a little break from Star Wars. 
Um, but then once that hits, I don't think we talked about this before. They're going to do, they're going to release Star Wars every two years for the next uh, four. And those will be interspliced with new fucking Avatar movies. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to shock everyone. Do you guys want to guess what movie I haven't seen? Good. Don't see it. Avatar. Don't yeah, see it. There's like no fucking point to seeing it. <laughs> there's no fucking point. It was a vehicle uh, vehicle for fucking a vehicle. It was a vehicle, not a vehicle yet. That's what number two is. It was a vehicle for 3d movies and everybody's like, Oh my God, it looks so beautiful in 3d, but it had no substance and it looks like shit now. So mm. don't do it. Well, didn't the last avatar movie get pushed back? They've all been, there's like six of them in the works and they've all been pushed back like several times. Yeah. Yeah. Just move on from it. Yeah. Yeah. And let's move on from this right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. We talked, we talk about this like every week. It seems. Yeah. This is right since, up Matt's alley. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Since the second game was announced, uh, the second bloodlines game shit has just been fucking exploding. There have been spinoffs and other games happening left and right. And now there's a new RPG coming from uh, the people who made the council, which is a narrative driven kind of heavy rain style. Let's call it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of this, Matt? Was it overboard or what? It's fucking overboard. Cause they're doing the werewolf thing too. So it's like, Jesus Christ guys, how much <laughs> of this shit do you actually need when you got the heavy hitter coming out in like eight months or so? Right. Uh, but at the same time, they're acting like, this name is like the name right now. And I bet you most people don't even remember that first game. Maybe that's why they're trying to push it so hard. <laughs> I, I guess I wonder what it's going to be called because it's just being announced as vampire, the masquerade RPG. Yeah. Like that's just weird as hell. Uh, they're just going to convolute things or, or what? But anyway, <laughs> this is going to be a narrative dr narratively driven RPG with rules from the tabletop game. Um, which includes the storyteller system, which is quoted and capitalized. I never played that tabletop, so I don't really know. But chair? I haven't played it in years, so I don't remember. So it's, it's good enough for, for a <laughs> Yeah, why not, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play it no matter what. I mean, that is anything White Wolf I will play. So Yeah. Uh, let's see. We also let's talk about Division real quick. Uh, <laughs> we've sung the praises of the Division here uh, since it came out pretty much. I will still sing the praises. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. We have some. Yeah, we'll, we'll still sing the praises, uh, but you know, in our in our duties, we must also call out some shit that kind of sucks, right? All right, that's what so, I do. I call shit out. Yeah. So they dropped the first raid, um, and despite promising that all activities would have matchmaking, the raid does not currently have matchmaking. Poo poo. So it also doesn't yeah. quite affect us, but I will stand yeah. for the people. I will stand for the people that don't have seven friends because that's fucking hard. We had to work yeah. really hard to put together a group of eight people, and it it really put it into perspective to me how fucking lonely I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I don't know how many people could actually get eight people together. Like, yeah, I've if you're listening right now. Play Pick up your fucking phone and send a text to eight people and get eight people to respond to you because it won't happen and no <laughs> one likes you that much. And none of them are allowed to be your parents. <laughs> Unless your parents play the Division 2. I don't know. Yeah, that, I think uh, that's so the yeah. hard part is getting eight people that actually play and have leveled at that point. Yeah, and then it not be a shit show when it finally happens. Like, yeah, we, we still haven't found out yet. But yeah, I don't that that's going to be tough. I hope they get the matchmaking in there. They've they've said that, like, it's not really going to happen anytime soon because it's 
difficult for all these number of reasons, like regions and language, like language that you speak and all this other shit. So they right, want so you to come with people that you're going to be able to coordinate with. Yes. And that was what I was just about to say is that the raid in division has been criticized for being very hard to which I say, since when do you want to run through endgame content in a week? Right. I want, I want endgame content that I'm going to, that is going to make me fucking alt F four out of the game, leave the discord server, get angry. And I'm going to be so <laughs> satisfied when I, when I kill those bosses, because that was, that was part of the reward of uh, of WoW when I played it, is the downing of bosses. Yeah, yeah I agree like with that. Building up four months to do this shit. I'm glad yeah. it's as tough as it is. I'm I'm really excited to jump into it next weekend. We're going to probably have some, uh, some division raid updates for you next weekend, because I think Saturday we're going to be hopping into the raid as an eight stack, because we have seven people in our Discord server, and Jordan has a friend, so. I have one Jordan's friend. Jordan's got a friend! Yeah, I Jordan got a friend. friend. It was so funny. I fully you think you're fucking special. Do you think you're special, Jordan? Because you got one friend. No, here, here's you're my telling story. me. Here's my story. I fully expected to reach out to this dude and him be like, "Nah, dude, we already got eight, like twelve. Like, I'm good. I don't need to hop in with you guys. I'm good." <laughs> and I hit him up, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, there's only one other dude I play with, and he's not really into the raid. So, uh, yeah, just let me know, and I'll be on standby." I was like, "Oh, fuck, cool. That's that's all right." Ellie. So, so yeah, we'll. we'll Having not played the raid, I'm glad it's difficult. We'll see if that changes. We'll see how difficult it is because I can tell you some of those like challenge missions where the fuckers just keep sending the drones at you that explode and just knock you out of your position. I fucking hate that so much. It's the most annoying thing that game does. So as of like today, I've kind of started running with people that have pretty decent builds and we're actually just running through challenge mode. Like it's it's pretty nice. Yeah, so we'll see how that does. I have a feeling the puzzle stuff is going to be the most difficult part of that, as it maybe should be. I don't, I don't know. Mm, I don't agree with puzzles being the hardest po- part of an end game raid. I think the bosses should be. I think bosses um, and mechanics should be. be and the bosses, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, with something, I like mechanics. Something that has I a take mechanics. Mechanics. Yeah, with something that has a move set like the division, which is pretty standard, all things considered. Um, I like that the puzzles are going to like make you think and make you do different things. You know, I don't want to just shoot shit all the time. Yeah. But again, haven't played it. We'll see. And a game about shooting shit. He doesn't want to shoot shit all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to do it all the time. I would like <laughs> gotcha. a break. I got gotcha. you. Know, you, you, you. I know what it. you're talking about. I'm giving you shit. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any other news? <laughs> bad news. Yeah. Bad news time. Uh, oh, Uh oh. well, not for us, of course, but let's just be dicks. Uh, Disney after, after, uh, their merger with Fox, uh, Hey, do you know what I'm going to say? I don't No, You said Disney. So I was booing. I'm fuck Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I haven't said it yet. Trace. Um, so here you go. They are cutting thousands of jobs. All right. There we go. Yeah. This fucking company that can't stop making money is just letting a shit ton of people go. You know, it's hard, man. Sometimes, sometimes people need three or four houses and you just got to make sure that happens. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, it, it's just the way it goes. It sucks. Yeah, it really fucking sucks from this thing that should have been a really good idea, like a really good thing for both companies. And yeah, lots of people are losing their jobs. So we hope they well, land on their feet, but I don't have anything else to say about that, unfortunately. I don't have anything else to say that isn't going to launch into a 20 minute political screaming bout. So, you know, what? Yeah. my God. Yeah, we don't need Fuck that right this. now. No, I think we're all on right. the same page as Fuck Disney, so good. All right, well, this next one, if I had organized it better, this would have come earlier. There is a report 
that uh, Chris Rock is bringing the Saw series back with a reboot. Leave it to Jordan Peele, dude. Stop. No, nah, man, I'm into it. I'm not into it. No, well, why aren't you into it? Like because I'm because I like that Jordan Peele is a comedian who stepped over into horror and was has done it very well. Unless someone's about to prove me wrong and say that Chris Chris Rock has other. I almost said Chris Brown. Chris Rock has other. Uh, no, I'm not into that. <laughs> unless somebody proves me wrong and says that Chris Rock has other horror credentials, I don't want to see it. He doesn't. But so his his role in this is not exactly like, oh, I'm writing the script or I'm directing this thing. He wrote a story that's being adapted by two other prominent screenwriters. But I mean, p- comedians have crossed over into horror like pretty significantly kind of a lot. Uh, I'm assuming you didn't see that last Halloween movie, but it was fucking great. And it was written by Danny McBride. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm wrong. Then I stand correct. Yeah. Like, so I, I have nothing against Chris rock and I'm not the big, biggest Chris rock fan, but a rush hour is great. Yeah, sure. And the eventual next rush hour will probably be great. It will like, they don't hold up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, the biggest thing is that I like that the genre of horror gets a new voices, you know, cause people who, make exclusively horror can just make the same thing over and over again. That's why when Jordan Peele came along and gave it like this different voice, this different view, it was this wildly different thing. And it was wildly successful, successful because of it. And that's good for horror. That's good for movies. That's good for everything. All right. Yeah. That's, I can see that. Yeah. It's just, yeah, a, it's, that's just a, it's a breath of fresh air in, into the genre. That's fine. Yeah, cool. Like it, it might flop. Uh, people have not historically loved the last couple saw movies. And that's fine. I don't like rebooting something (laughs) like rebooting something that early is also kind of a bummer, but whatever, like I'll, I'll give it a chance. I will watch any of those movies any day. So I honestly don't know that. I don't think you have any chance of a saw reboot other than people that saw it when they were younger. Wait, what do you mean? Like with, I I think the time to make a saw reboot is now, not later. No, Uh, you're not following me. No, no. but, But, but like, what do you mean? Like, um, the point of a reboot isn't to catch on with the people who already like the property. It's to get new people into the property, right? Yeah, that should be the goal. Yeah, okay. so I don't. Yeah. I see you here. Yeah, so I don't know, and we'll we'll see if it even happens. Like it may just die. Right. Uh, the most surprising news of the week here: we have Microsoft and Sony agreeing to collaborate on cloud-based solutions for gaming experiences and AI. Um, this is weird. These two companies are very much in competition with each other. AI is spooky. But uh, they see that they each have benefits for the greater good of gaming, apparently. Excuse me. Um, This is technically classified as a memorandum of understanding. This is not like a contractual obligation or anything of that sort. It's essentially saying that they're going to merge their efforts to make cloud gaming a thing that beats Google. Now, when you say cloud gaming, you're talking like a Netflix type service where you just kind of scroll through a list of games, select one, and you're you're in the game, right? I mean, potentially. Yeah. So they're going directly against Google, and Google just announced their own little thing that looks like absolute shit, but I don't think they're going to have to do too much to beat them. It is a factor of technology and resources. Google has by far the most data centers of probably any company excluding Amazon. 
So Google is in the best position to make this a success because no matter where you are in this country, you're going to be close to a Google data center. Right. It's like, how can you compete with Google in terms of anything technology? uh, The only way they can do this is because they know video games and Google does not. Okay. So the fact that cloud gaming is very much our future, whether we like it or not, um, this bodes well for the success of it in general in that it's actually going to be playable, that it's going to be what people want. It's not going to be shady as fuck necessarily. So See, the only thing is that Google has the money and the, like they have the capital to steal whoever the fuck they want from any company. It's true, but they how- can double anybody's pay from any game studio. Except Microsoft can also do that. Yeah. Is, is that in Microsoft's interest right now though? They're kind of in the business of just selling people games. I mean, the business of selling people games means that they need to make the best and most games, right? Right. Well, when I sent when I said that they're in the business of selling games, I meant specifically that they're not really in the business of making them, just collecting some cash off the top of them. Which I think is why we're seeing Sony have so many so uh, so many more exclusives and much better exclusives. Well, like like yes and no. Microsoft definitely stepped away from that for a while, um, but. Over the last year, they've acquired like a dozen studios to make games. So their their shift in focus the last year and seemingly going forward is going to be very interesting for them because they kind of no longer care about selling you Xboxes. Um, their like partnership with Nintendo and bringing Xbox Live to other platforms and stuff like that is they, they want to sell you a subscription service. And that's like sort of it. It's right. weird. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. But anyway, in, in not so many terms, this is definitely those two companies teaming up to try and take down Google um, because their their tech and their promise on Stadia is pretty good as far as cloud streaming is considered in its current form. So we'll, we'll see what they do, if anything. In its current form. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it gets a little better than its current form does. It doesn't look great, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I still played like 20 hours of Odyssey on that thing, and it ran near perfect. I still have no complaints about it. That is a game that's very tailored to input lag, though, so we'll see. Yeah. I will, I, mean, I will check it out when it comes out. If they can actually, you know, pull it off to where I can be doing something on my computer, run into the bedroom before I'm getting ready for bed, finish up whatever I'm doing, without the input lag, and unlike um, the fuck does NVIDIA have, their little... Little shield? The little shield that doesn't work for shit half the time when I when I had one. So if they can do something better than that, I, I'll be all for it. For, for that yeah. particular reason. I'm not going to be using it as my main. No, it, it'll be... It'll be weird. It'll be a factor of price, whether it catches on or not. Yep. I think they made a really, really smart choice by making that controller Wi-Fi and not connecting to the device. I think that's fucking genius, and that's going to be a big thing that helps it pay off. Is there any lag involved with running shit over Wi-Fi? Because I know I've run like TV remotes over Wi-Fi. Well, if you're running from if you're so if you're running your TV remote over Wi-Fi to your TV, there there's going to be some lag there, of course. When you're running the controller straight wi-fi to the gaming device that's gotcha. in a data okay. center yeah that, that it's still sense. gonna have lag unless you have like fiber wi-fi or whatever the fuck like you're still probably gonna experience some lag but it's going to diminish that over bluetooth connecting to your device that's just receiving the image and sending the inputs and then receiving them again so right okay yeah 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 all right um i need to ask you guys a question robert pattinson yes or no batman 
I have an unpopular opinion here. Matt, go first. I know Matt is Batman. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck at this point. <laughs> He's a All good right, actor, so. but uh, I mean, it depends on what happens, what they do. Because if they do what they say they're going to do and make it more a Batman detective story, which hasn't been done, then I'm yes. all for it. Because that's, that's something different and something new. It's closer to what the comics are. You know, it's not all fucking brouhaha all the time. So show me World's Correct. Greatest Detective. I am all for that. If they're just going to do another Batman movie, then yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll see what actually happens with it. But Trace, uh-huh. go ahead. So, uh, so one of the first things that I thought of when I saw that Robert Pattinson was cast as the next Batman is first thing that crossed my mind is, wow, I kind of forgot how little I gave a fuck about any Batman. Okay. I haven't. None of them? Yeah. Like, so I'm about to launch into a trace. I haven't seen fucking Spiel. <laughs> uh, okay. I haven't seen any of the Dark Knight movies. Fantastic movies. Uh-huh. I haven't seen any Batman movies. And I there's nothing pushing me to go see. In terms of like, in terms of uh, what a studio can do with a superhero, I seem to be much more entertained by Avengers than... I think I could be entertained by anything else. It's just weird to me. Like yeah. the coolest thing about Batman is that he's a fucking dude, man. He's a guy with a ton of money. He has so gadgets and, and he fucking, <laughs> he's strong. Like that's it. That's Batman right there. He's a good ass detective. As Matt said, they haven't touched on that, but like, that's the best part about him. And I really hope that they do that. But see, I think I could, I think I could get more on the side of like a detective Batman type movie because honestly I'm over, I don't want to watch an average guy fight criminals when I can watch superhumans fight criminals on a t- on you know on the screen. It just doesn't see, do much for me. I don't know. See, I don't. I don't Maybe I'm wrong that. because like, I don't relate to it, or because I relate yeah, to I mean, it heavily. There's but, no there's no right and wrong. Like it's just I don't agree with it. It's the same reason I haven't liked Superman just in general. It's the same reason I don't like Captain Marvel. Is like when your person when your hero is too fucking powerful. You lose all, like, there was not a single point in any of those Avengers movies, barring Infinity War, because we knew it was going to be a two-parter. There was not a single point where I was like, oh, shit, they might lose. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, in, let's say, the third Dark Knight, when Batman gets his fucking back broken, like, you know he's going to win because it's his fucking movie, but that's a serious setback that, like, no other superhero has ever experienced, you know? It's just, like, that sort of little shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I th- I think that you relate to it on the same level that I dislike it. So we're really doing ourselves sure. a disservice trying to talk each other out of it. Or no, I think you should just watch not, them on the merit that they are good movies, no matter what. Okay, yeah, like, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll take a look at the first three Dark Knights and see what I think. Well, that, that's all like, there is, are those three. Yeah. So, like, and the, Dark if, Knight, the, what, the second one with the Joker, that is literally like the gold standard for superhero movies in my book. The second one with the Joker is the one with Heath Ledger in it, right? Yes. yes. Like the I don't want to say the Joker because I know some people claim Mark Hamill to be the Joker in the animated like, series. We're not but, saying the Joker, but his name is the Joker. Like Oh no, I mean the Joker yeah, is in like, like the best Joker. No. And like, I know people reg- I don't know if people praise Heath Ledger because he's dead or if because he was wonderful at it, but he was legitimately He was it was he was fucking wonderful. And it was a surprise because it was Heath fucking Ledger. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's the two reasons that people love his, his character in that movie, but it was just a fucking fantastic movie. Like you put anyone in the Joker shoes. That movie still is fucking great. Okay. I'll check it out. Um, Watch it. Watch it because it's a Christopher Nolan movie and ignore the fucking rest. I don't care. All right. On the, on the note of Heath Ledger, was this before or after Brokeback Mountain came out after this was, this is the last thing he did. 
Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Dr. Parnassus was the last thing he did. This was the second to last thing he oh, did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In hot take, one of the Olsen twins was apparently responsible for the dose of drugs that killed Heath Ledger. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about that, but... that's that's I've heard it more than once, and I've heard it... Yeah, I don't know which Olsen I, twin, but one of them was apparently... Uh, had put Heath Ledger in touch with the person that uh, sold him the dose of drugs that killed him. Well, okay, that's not... Sleeping pills, I think, yeah. I thought it was painkillers. No, it was, it was sleeping, I believe. Fuck, I don't, I don't know. know. We don't I'd need to go into the speculation yeah, here because... <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. We'll probably see a Heath Ledger documentary at some point, and it's probably going to be fantastic, so let's just wait for that, huh? Yeah. Just all about yeah. a night's tale. That, that's what we need. Yes, and uh, <laughs> 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> 10 things i love about heath ledger the documentary i'm fucking copywriting it right now and before right. anybody gets the wrong idea i fucking love a night's tale don't think that was me ripping on it <laughs> no that's that's a pretty damn good movie and also the reason you would never imagine him playing the fucking joker so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right just got a couple more here and some of them are pretty damn exciting i think um PlayStation is now operating their own PlayStation Productions branch, which is going to make TV shows, and they're apparently starting with Twisted Metal. All right. Like, I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> Real fucking good. I'm into that, dude. Does Twisted Metal hold up, though? The like- story of Twisted Metal, I think, holds up great because it's just this competition run by a fucking crazy rich dude, and the characters in it are just fucking wild misfits that. For one reason or another, their life fucking sucks, so they want to kill a bunch of people to get the ultimate reward, which is a a magical wish that does anything they want it to. So you almost just described the Hunger Games, which makes me understand why this holds up. Sort of, yeah. Only the Hunger Games is slightly more... um, You you choose to be in Twisted Metal. You don't get fucking drafted into it, and you're not a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't, as long as they stick to it, like I can totally see this being like this weird pseudo anthology thing because at the end of Twisted Metal, whenever you win, you make your wish and it's always, I I don't even know how you would phrase, would phrase it or like if there's a term for it, but you make your wish and it always backfires on you because you word it the wrong way or whatever the fuck. So I I can see it definitely as an anthology thing, kind of a Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. I just don't know how, like, if the episodes would be... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be about, like, the lives... It's not going to be about car combat. I don't think that's what it's going to be, uh-uh. necessarily. Like, I think that'll be an aspect of it, but I can totally see it just being about people's lives and how fucked up they are and how they come back and they get this, like, magical fucking wish where they can get anything they want, and they're like, man, I want to live forever. And he's like, yo, you get to live forever, but um, you're going to be in a lot of fucking pain for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, have fun with that. Um, which I believe is one of the actual endings to one of those games, but I'm into that. I don't know. Like, I'm glad they're going for TV and not movies. I think that's a really smart idea. Yeah. Even though that, did they do a Ratchet and Clank movie or am I just crazy? They, they did. I want to say that that was fucking great. I, I played seen the it. game that was, no, that they, did they redo the first game? They redid the first, like they redid it. Like they made a brand new fucking game out of it, essentially. Yeah, because I remember I beat that, that was fucking what, two years ago, something like that shit? Yeah, a couple of years ago, not too long ago. And yeah, they totally did. In 2016, they put out a movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I heard that that was really good. So I don't know. I'm into it. Well, shit. Right, 
last couple here, Matt, you brought this up, and I think this is fucking cool. GOG has announced Galaxy 2.0. Oh, shit, yeah. So, GOG with a win on this one, for sure. The good old games. Um, they are building a platform that unifies every single other individual platform out there into one, including consoles. Of course, you're not going to be able to launch console games on your PC, but you'll still be able to see what you have on those consoles. And as far as other PC consoles, such as Origin, uh, Uplay, all that other shit, you'll be able to launch them directly from that particular, from a, from the GOG client. So That's pretty sweet. And uh, your friends great. list, your your wish list, everything is going to be unified under one, which is amazing Damn. in my book. That's crazy. So that it takes sounds- just about every issue I've been having with yet another storefront with Epic and just squashing that completely. Yeah, this Honestly, is going to I alleviate fucking. I issues. haven't had too much of a gripe with Epic because I just think that they have a solid fucking business model, and I think they're doing better than everyone. And I don't think that they should suffer for it. No, and like well, I, I, I agree with I you. Bought Anno off of Epic, but it's just another thing that I have to open in order. <laughs> this to play is the first game. time that me and Jordan have ever agreed on a business <laughs> model of a company. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's you know they're not perfect. Let's just nobody is, but. No, they steal they shit do and deserve but, to be fucking raked across the coals like they have been. No, their their launcher does kind of suck. It is missing a lot of key features, but it's a fucking you know, launcher. It just yeah. starts your games for you. What does it need? To uh, do? If I you mean, have to buy something from there, it is an absolute pain in the ass. Like legit. buy it from the web store. Can't do they have a web store? The web yeah, store is like, pretty much the exact same thing. I've never had an issue buying anything on their store, but they're missing things like reviews, which I think are important. Um, there's no place for like developers to communicate like updates or things like that. It's pretty much just like, hey, submit your Discord or Twitter, and then that's how you reach people, um, which is just a little weird. Like That's the sort of stuff that you should have in your, your launcher for people who are buying your game to get that sort of information. Um, but it's, it's, all, it's all nitpicky shit. It's very early. Um, Steam was a fucking shit show when it first came out, so we're not really in a position to cast too many stones about this thing. Um, but yeah, this, this GOG launcher, like friends list games, activity feeds, uh, cross platform chat. Like you can just straight up talk to somebody in whatever fucking platform they're on. Yep. It's gonna be it good. has the most lofty fucking promises in the world. And I have no idea how they're going to pull this off. But if they do, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it has the good stuff like cloud saves and auto updates and things like that. The biggest key feature I saw, which I think was fucking great, it has a rollback feature. So if an update breaks something for you, you just roll it back to the last update. Damn. That's, it's fucking cool. That's I, impressive. I mean, it's not impressive, but like, it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool sad that we have to commend a company for making it possible to undo their fuck ups temporarily. <laughs> But yeah. I, mean, well, I, mean, I mean, it's Epic Games that's a is very the one doing the fuck way to look at it. But yeah, um, yeah, we're looking. Yeah, we're looking at a way that lets us undo developer error, and we're satisfied with it. Which is, I'm, I'm happy for it. Sure, developer even, error. It's, even better it, would be like bug testing and proper release. But that's kind of a pipe dream. I mean, I think you're confusing. Most often, what happens when an update breaks something is it's a compatibility issue. Like, oh, my specific fucking processor or ram or something is not compatible with this update here and shit got weird like whatever the re- like whatever the reason it doesn't matter it's a cool ass feature that you can just roll it back and play your shit while you wait for it to be fixed yeah yeah so anyway last thing real quick i know we're going long in this section but there was a lot of fucking shit and i'm <laughs> good I, I didn't have a busy week so you know um <laughs> 
Arma 3, I don't know if you guys are familiar, is a very hardcore tactical military sim. Very realistic, super realism all over your in your face. Well, they're getting a DLC or an add-on or I'm not really sure how you classify this. But anyway, it's called Arma 3 Contact and there's aliens. That's fucking weird as hell, and I am all for it. <laughs> it's super fucking weird, and yes, I'm all I for may it. I reinstall just for that. I think I have Armor 3. I can't remember. Armor 3 is so good, and their updates have been so good up until this point, and I think this is just the wildest fucking thing. Oh, I've only got two. Oh, bummer. Well, I'm, that'll Internet. be fucking cheap as hell on a sale. Very yeah. soon. The summer yeah. sale's coming up, but it's just wild to me that A, they are still supporting this game, and B, this is where they wanted to go. It's fucking great. Right. <laughs> the closest they ever got to this, they had a DLC or like maybe just some sort of like vehicle pack, but it was called Armor 3 Carts and you could get go karts. And <laughs> it was fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, that sounds God. dumb. Is it, it Arma? So is it Arma like, I don't want to say medieval, but like an old timey combat? No. No, this is modern military. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, like, just like hyper realistic modern. Hardcore. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not Call uh, of Duty. Okay. Military sim, let's call it. Like Yeah. This is a, a chopper military sims pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking adjusting your um your distance on your scope and everything. Like it's if you if you think of you uh, if you think of it, you can do it in Arma. It's pretty fucking crazy. Wow. I wonder if this what if this means it's gonna be like a new version of Daisy with aliens. It's <laughs> got Jordan in on that shit. Not Jordan, Jacob. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll check that out for sure. <laughs> no, honestly, like, okay, to get to get real talk for a second, in terms of a, uh, in oh, terms okay. of mil- in terms of military alien uh, interaction, apparently the U.S. Navy has announced recently that they are going to start uh, declassifying some of the documents <clears throat> of. Uh, of of questionable sightings that have happened on the seas because I mean the Navy has it more than anyone I would say because they spend so much time on aircraft carriers and a podcast that I listen to is they reached out for like Navy uh, members of the Navy to send in store any story that they had of uh, questionable sightings and what's weird is some of them like the descriptions have kind of corroborated among different stories. Look, there is exactly a 0% chance that there are no aliens in this universe. Yes. I don't think the people want to hear about it. I don't think people need to hear about it. I don't think they, like, they definitely don't need to, but I don't think they want to. They're happy in their own little bubble. If we fucking start acting all over the place. Yeah, we're at the the hour mark. I'm not going to open this whole can. (laughs) No, I just mean, like, real quickly, before we move on, like, think about it. How many fucking religions would be completely dismantled if it was proven that there was extraterrestrial life? Yeah. All of them? Okay, so I want, I, I don't want to touch, I don't want to rip on anything, but I went to a church in which a pastor actually preached about how excited he was that, for the possibility of alien life. I mean, that's cool. It was so cool, and I, I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I wonder if, I wonder how this has an impact on, like, what people take at face value from the Bible. Yeah, it but would anyways, change a this, lot of shit. Yeah, that's a, this is a very deep conversation we're treading on, so... Uh. Yeah, and I'm just, like, <laughs> real quickly, last thing, just not not just the Bible, like, most fucking religions... Oh, yeah, most have a, ...have a belief that the Earth is the only thing, and we are the only thing. So, anyway, you guys got anything else in the news that I missed you want to share? No, no not that, really. That, that covers you, it. 
we actually All touched right. on something in, in the news that I've been playing this week, and that was Division Two. And I've uh, since we last recorded, I really found a new uh, a kind of a newfound love for the Division because for some reason all of the RNG and all of the different uh, all of the different different contributors to your build they were really intimidating to me, and I didn't really understand how they worked. But as soon as I kind of spent some time watching videos, learning about talents, attributes, and uh, and talents, the I said talents twice. But the yep. more the more I started to understand all of the different shit that's possible in Division Two. Yeah, it, it really becomes real easy to understand once you get it, once it clicks in your brain. Yeah, and once you start, and I, I've seen a handful of people saying they fell off the Division too hard, and I've told them I'm like, just get back into it, research builds, and understand what you're what you're working for because it is very fun. Once as soon as you understand what you're working for. I think it completely changes the scope of the game. Like as soon as you understand how your talents work together and you, how your attributes work with your talents and all that shit, it's, I don't know. I think it's a really, really fun game, despite how much I hate the farming, uh, the farming mechanic in games. Yeah. It, at a certain point, and it's, you know, a pretty low example, but you can actually turn this game into something other than just shoot guys all the time. If you spec the right way. Oh yeah. There's, there's skill builds. There's, there's support builds, but the only thing that kind of bums me out is with the release of the newest raid that we talked about earlier is the top priority is damage. Yeah. Damage. Like, and if, from what I understand, if you don't control. have, if you don't have damage and you can't res and you can't lock people down, you don't have it. Yeah. And like, let's just play devil's advocate here. This is their first raid. So it being a little more basic on that side is perfectly understandable. If they keep doing that same like strategy going forward, that would be a problem. But I, I have no issue with it at this point. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I've uh, we just recently jumped back in into the division. I don't know within the last two weeks and I've I don't know. I was kind of feeling burnt on it and it wasn't that I was feeling burnt. It was more I was just kind of feeling aimless. I didn't know where I was headed with it. But now that I've yeah. found that direction, it's really it's a, it's kind of refreshed the game for me. So. Anyone feeling burnt out on the division, just take the time and see how it goes, because I, I really think it'll change your outlook on it. Yeah, just grind for 90 hours and finally get that D50 and everything will change. <laughs> I think it was so funny. So uh, to give a little backstory, Jordan had spent probably 80 hours of in-game time trying to get a D50 for the exotic pistol. And I was helping a friend of ours get up to level 30 and climb through the world tiers. And I think it was like world tier one or world tier two that I had a D 50 drop and it was still high end. So I was able to, I was able to use that in my exotic build. And I built the exotic with it. Like, I don't know, 10 or less hours of game time. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did so, finally get it though. So I'm not, I'm not salty anymore, but uh. yeah, here's the real bummer is I got that exotic pistol and I was like, I like the chatterbox more for the holstered bonus. I wasn't crazy about the, the holstered bonus on that pistol. It works really well with my, with one of my builds, which is just a standard SMG and an LMG. Um, like I need something in that slot and having a high damage and the potential to get ammo back is fucking great. Right. So in that slot, I think I'm going to run 
or as far as the exotic goes, I think I'm going to run either a nemesis because you get extra headshot damage, or I'm going to run a sweet dreams with my LMG build because, uh, rolling with performing a role in game with sweet dreams reloads part of your magazine. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, And you'll probably be doing a lot of rolling in the raid. So, right. And (laughs) with the, uh, with the, with the weak spots or the weak points, I haven't really found myself. I haven't really noticed like a big return on ammo in terms of destroying weak points because I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. In in an LMG, and I have the one I'm using is an M60 with an extended mag, so it's got 120 rounds. 25 percent of that is pretty fucking good. So I can virtually like, and this is like low level stuff with grenaders running at you or or the um, the attacker, the baton people, whatever. I don't remember what they're called, but the ones that have the super easy side pouches. And you just, you pop one, kill the person, pop the next one, kill that person. And like, I'm still at 120. It's fucking great. Yeah. And it works on dead enemies too. So like if you kill somebody and their pack hasn't exploded, you just shoot the pack on the ground and you get it. Oh, damn. Okay. It's cool. It's it's really fucking cool. Uh, but did you, did you get up to anything else this week? Um, so other than, yeah, actually, I'm about to, I'm about to blow you guys away. I watched three movies this week. Oh, shit. Watched- Were those three in the best trilogy since Toy Story? Uh, yeah which one are you talking about though i don't want to say yes or no you tell me what you're talking about i watched all three john wick movies this week that's exactly what i was talking about brother i'm not positive that i call it better than toy story because i haven't watched the first best since toy story oh best since okay yes i did i did do that so uh friday i got off work and wait no Thursday, I got off work. I was off work Friday, and Kendra and I watched John Wick 1 that evening. We then woke up Friday morning early, watched John Wick 2, even though we woke up a little bit late. We didn't have time to finish John Wick 2, so we got ready and headed to Vegas to watch John Wick 3. And in the meantime, I have a little I have a little phone holder, or I have a little carrier on my vent clip. Mm-hmm. And so we we watched the remainder of John Wick two on the way to Vegas, and then <laughs> watched John Wick three in theaters. You put in the fucking work for that, dude. Yeah, we did, and honestly, it was well worth every penny and every minute of it because, damn, I loved those movies. Fucking right, we're not so, liars after all. Yeah, you're not liars. It was so good, and like as heartbreaking as it was f- with the puppy. It was so it was it like I don't think I honestly think the puppy this whole this whole series of movies movies hinged on that puppy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean it's the least gratuitous puppy death on film. Like it was, but it, it was still it so meaning. hard to watch. Oh no, and, it was that's what made it harder to watch. And the worst part is that like I've seen all of the John Wick memes. It's like this is what happens when you kill someone's dog. And I'm like, I know this dog's gonna die. Just stop. Just get yeah. it over with. And like, and I had told Kendra, I was like, Hey, I was like, let's watch this movie. It's, it's about a guy who gets his, his dog gets killed and he goes on a fucking killing rampage afterwards. And it's supposedly really cool. And as soon as they were like in the house and the dog was like barking and shit, she like jumped up and left the room. She was like, yeah. I can't do it. It wasn't like to its credit. It didn't show it. You know, no, it was like in the background blurry. Yeah. And it was quick. You, you it heard was, the yelp and it was fucking heartbreaking, but to their credit, it wasn't like this grotesque fucking thing. 
No, it could have been a lot worse. I thought it. I thought it was gonna be like a fucking throat cutting or something fucking yeah. horrible <laughs> that was gonna like make me just break down into tears. Like, oh, fucking real quick. Did either of you guys see the movie Fear? No. Um, uh, based on the game? No, no. It's an old like romantic comedy horror movie thing. Like it's a horror movie, but it's it's set up like it's gonna be this romantic thing. But the dude's a total fucking weirdo. Um, it's Mark Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon mm, from the nineties. Anyway, just the whole point of this thing is uh, Reese Witherspoon has a dog and like her house has a security system and everything. And Mark Wahlberg goes fucking crazy and starts killing people. And there's this moment where, you know, I think she's looking for the dog or something and you see the dog's head poke through the dog door and then it just drops in because Mark Wahlberg cut his fucking head off and threw it through the oh, dog door. Holy shit. It was so okay. fucked, dude. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't know why that made me think of that. Just sad dog deaths, but, um, Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah, no, they could have done, done a lot worse in John wick than they did, especially, yeah. <laughs> especially with how much they put into like watching other people die. But I think that was kind of part of the whole shtick and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you, you do you, um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so last thing, uh, a handful of people have asked me this, what's my favorite movie in the, in the trilogy. And I just have to say that movie one, I think had the best plot. And I think it was because of that damn puppy. Like that mm-hmm. puppy just filled me with so much revenge rage that it made the whole movie so fun. But after that, it was still, it was still crazy fun to watch John wick pull off all these kills. Like, and, uh, I think the third movie had the best action, especially with that fucking throwing knife fight, which Dude, is the uh, fucking I okay. So in a movie ever. So I, so real quick, yes. Um, the first one was like definitely heavy on the plot. Two and three are like here's the backstory, like here's your world building, and each movie in succession just ramp ramps up the fucking action. Yeah, to a degree. Um, but yeah, that fucking okay. So before the knife fight, let's just talk <laughs> about the fact it's almost impossible to spoil this movie. Um, but we're gonna try to keep it as clean as fucking possible. Everyone dies. Like it's, it's, it's there's no, there's no, there's no twist to it. It's just like, like the good guy gets what he wants and the bad guys fucking die. And it's so, like, let's just not talk about the ending ending. Right. But right. But uh, he's even more pissed off right now, dude. He is so fucking brutal in this movie. Yeah, he, he really is. But I, and I think it's like, because he just wants to retire. He wants to be done. That like that was his whole thing in the second movie, is that he wanted to be done and he had to come back to this. And then in yeah. the third movie, it's like I'm still at this. I want to be done. I'm so sick of this. And it's just like it shows a that they had a higher budget, but b that he is just fucking. He's on one, dude. From like the book. <laughs> From the knife yeah, fight, the yeah. knife in the head, the axe. The movie opens the fucking, with killing someone with a book. Fucking, yeah, that's the tamest one of the entire fucking yeah. movie. It's a book. <laughs> when the shotguns come out and heads start exploding. I just want to say, though, it's really not beneficial to John Wick to be this person because he wasted so much fucking ammo. <laughs> there's, there's the one you know, in particular he's got a finite number of shotgun shells right and he shoots this guy in armor and he's t- he falls and he's falling down these shelves or whatever and he shoots him like six more times as he's falling like you yeah. don't have the ammo for this bro like you should I probably think it was i think it was in john wick 2 that he was fighting somebody and he held the shotgun up to them while he fucking reloaded and he yeah, held he them, them in place the yeah, he pinned them against the wall with the shotgun while he reloaded it to finish them off. Yeah, the so the whole like the whole kitten caboodle, this whole fucking series. 
I just love how fucking realistic it is. Like it's, it's wild and it's out there and it's in its own universe. Sure. But like the gunplay, the, the gun the jujitsu, all that shit is fucking real in yeah. the second movie, especially you can count his fucking gunshots and you'll see he uh-huh. reloads on time. Like it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And the third one had a lot of the, I didn't, I wasn't able to pay attention to a lot of that because it was just so fucking wild. But I think the worst part, because I didn't notice, I don't know if they just didn't edit it well or what, but when he's fighting with the dogs and with, um, with what's her face, Sophia, Halle Berry. Halle, with Halle Berry, she's not reloading. And then like halfway through the fight, you start seeing her pull clips off of guys. I was like, okay, now we're good. Cause the whole, like it completely took me out of immersion. Cause the, everything previously was so grounded in reality that not seeing it like that when she's firing off round after round after round after round was weird not seeing them yeah. figure out a way to reload. I, I think yeah, it didn't break it for me because it cut away from her enough that I just, I guess, assumed in my brain that she reloaded off screen. But that, that was by far the most impressive part of that movie for me, those fucking dogs. Right? How and many nut shots? <laughs> just all the fucking nut shots. So I was reading or rather watching an interview, uh, a couple interviews about this and about how fucking hard it was to get that done. Because when you see a dog attack in a movie, you don't actually see the attack because that dog is trained to attack and it's attacking a person in a like large padded suit. Right? So they had to go through so much special training with Halle Berry, with the crew, with Keanu so that they knew like when to attack and what to attack. And they had green, patches all the the people being attacked had green patches that they you know green screened out or whatever so it was just like this really unconventional training of dogs that had never been done before consequently nobody on set could wear any fucking green on those days because they just get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i heard some shit about uh halle berry's german shepherds uh i think it was i think keanu reeves was saying how he's like yeah they're really good dogs you just can't look them in the eye for too long right <laughs> right the first time you met him don't look him in the eyes okay i won't do that then (laughs) so yes that that movie uh let's just go i mean we know that there's gonna be a fourth one so there is a setup for a fourth one um yeah man brutal and fucking awesome i don't know (laughs) what else to say about it i had something else in mind but i totally forgot it honest yeah that's all i got for that matt what else did you do this week ah shit i've got a lot of shit last couple oh wow we both played rage So we, we can talk about some rage. rage. Um, I, can, can I just say my piece on rage real quick? Go for it. And then, then I'll jump into whatever you say. Uh, it's a fine game. It's a well-made game. I. It's probably the best example of me regretting buying a deluxe edition in recent memory. Because I got that fucking cheat code for the... What's his name? <laughs> from NBA Jam. And it's cool for like four seconds. And then it is no longer cool. It's yeah. the most annoying thing because he's constantly yapping in your ear. He never shuts the fuck up. And yeah, that sucks. Don't do that. If you're listening and you're thinking about doing that, don't do it. Yeah, uh, it's not worth it. But otherwise, I haven't found myself able to go back to that game. It's just, it's not interesting me. I am kind of in the same boat at this point. So I got a good chunk of the map done and so i've just got a bunch of actual you know missions left and i have no desire to do them whatsoever because the story was very thin and everything that i was having fun doing i've pretty much done so (laughs) until they release some more shit for it then i mean it was fun i had a blast playing it it's just not something that i'm going to go for like it's hard with it is technically sound it is fun to play but the story is not interesting the characters are bad 
and the open world is just empty. Like, yeah, like I, you, yeah. If the gunplay wasn't so good, I would have been pissed that I paid full price for it. But the gunplay is very much Doom in an open world. So combining the different powers and guns and shit was an absolute blast. That had me cackling up a storm whenever it did something cool as hell, which is like every ten seconds in that thing. So, mm-hmm. but other so than I'm that, yeah. the, uh, I'm looking at the Metacritic store score for this, and it's only clocking into 73 with a 55 user score yeah it's yeah so like that's not to say that it's bad like 73 is a good score like don't but okay so for reference in terms of critics yeah but in as far as people that are actually playing the game no. 55 is not a very good score no no it is not at all uh, i just want to say for reference john wick has a 73 as well um but yeah it's just it's a game that does a lot of things that other games do better like the shooting is doom you can go play doom if you want to the open world is like a lesser Mad Max or Far Cry, if you want to go that way, like or probably a handful of open world games. There's a lot of open world games. <laughs> yeah, and but a lot of them do not do good things. Like let's just be real. Um, but yeah, it just it doesn't bring anything new to the table, with the exception of the abilities. But even even those, you can fi- like. I had a much better time with uh, Bullet Storm as far as like abilities go and getting kills in weird ways. Bullet Storm was. Old was amazing <laughs> yeah yeah it, it incentivized your combos where this game doesn't um so yeah I, I i don't have anything like super damning to say about it but i'm also not going to praise it i will go back to it eventually but it's i've already moved on yeah yeah very much so <laughs> so what did you move on to then matt i actually moved on to elsewhere which is not oh. elsewhere it's uh elder scrolls the new expansion for that Yes, I was. Got it. Yes, I was. The land of the uh, the furry mania, pretty much. Um, oh, I just oh, want to start out with they have every single sub race of Khajiit in this thing. So the first time a big motherfucking buff ass cat walked up to me and started talking, I was like, "What the absolute fuck?" And then I go into the town. There's one sitting there reading a book and smoking some hookah. And then <laughs> the next thing I turn around, a fucking house cat is talking to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like legit fucking just going off about something. I was like, what the hell? And um, I guess it, it's just weird, but it's cool as fuck. The zone is massive. Dragons are cool. They're fun to fight. They will literally go through and wipe out an entire party in one hit. Unless you've got like 30 people doing them like there are right now. But the first night when a lot of, there are some connection issues, you see like parties of 10 going around, get wiped out instantly. Um, I am mainly just leveling up my Necromancer right now. So I can do elsewhere as an in-game thing. And uh, Necromancer is the absolute best class in that game. It's so much fucking nice. fun. So it's, um, is that worth it alone? That, that is worth it alone in my book. Like for example, the build I've got going on right now, I will literally pull everything within a three mile radius, put down a fear totem and hack them all to death within three seconds. It's amazing. It's fun. It's completely overpowered. I'm expecting nerfs at some point, but for now I'm having a blast just doing, okay. nuking everything down. Um, then after elsewhere, I think for magic gathering arena, which is the new online um, version the of this hard game, uh, right? Y- yes, to replace yeah. the Magic: The Gathering Online, which is old as fuck and a piece of shit. Um, so I started playing that, and before I knew it, I had lost like eight hours of my day. And I didn't. The good thing about it is, I didn't since I didn't spend a single penny on it. Oh, good. And well, the first day, so I got that gives you cards constantly, gives you little packs and everything. Uh, I ended up getting a refund from Epic for their store thing for buying Anno, and then they put it on sale like two weeks later. So I spent five bucks on it there. I got 
some good shit, you know, but five bucks for the last two weeks worth of playing on it, that, that's cool. It's a lot cheaper than the 300 and some odd that I've spent on it uh, previously. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a blast. <laughs> Best thing about it is I don't have to remember the fucking rules because it just does the rules for me. So I can just focus on the strategy and uh, making sure I kick the... Yeah, you know, the guy playing against me. So, nice. so the worst part of that is like you and your opponent can't just come to an agreement on something. And yeah. I think when, <laughs> said when you and I, minutes arguing. Yeah. Well, no, we, the thing is that like when I used to play with you guys, sometimes we would be like, well, I'll let you do this if you let me do this. And, and I mean, it was rule breaking, <laughs> but it was still fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that you can do like custom matches on it, where you can set the rules. So I haven't done anything like that, but I did get a dual request, like a, a direct message kind of deal. And he's like, "I want to rematch." I was like, "Sorry, dude, I got to go to bed." But that could have been fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's really good. Uh, it's not going to have the next set because the next set is like a complete redoing of the current modern stuff. Um, it also doesn't have a mode where you can pull cards from you know, 200,000 cards over the last 10 years, which is a good thing in my book, but some people are pissed about that. But other than that, I'm definitely, I play like a couple of rounds every night before bed and then call it good, but it's, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I've missed it. I don't miss playing against or trying to find people to play with. that don't have the same damn decks every single time. So it's, uh, it's good. That's cool. And then, um, I also got into Dauntless, and I want to say the first two or three hours of that, I was bored shitless, but I was determined to like this game because it's Monster Hunter Light. I love me some Monster Hunter. I bought the fucking Battle Pass for it. I was like, I'm at least going to do it for this month or whatever. And then I hit the first roadblock in the strike and got my ass kicked about six times before I finally figured out everything. That fight forced me to learn my weapon like completely and then i kicked its ass the next time and it was just like monster hunter so i was like shit i'm sold so i've been uh, <laughs> doing a couple hunts every night as well because they are super fucking quick usually like i'm talking like five ten minutes if you get with a group that knows what they're doing uh, unlike monster hunter which will take a fucking forever so it's good it's quick um they do the same thing as fortnite does with their battle pass where you buy it but you can pretty much earn it back all the currency you spent on it over the course of the thing which is cool. Yeah. And then, um, so fuck. Yeah, it's good. I wish Lyle was here because I would tell him how good it is because I know he was uh, not having fun with it when the last time we played, which was like two years ago when it was an alpha and it back then at all. So it's it's changed. I'm enjoying it. Uh, the fact that I can play on my PS4, my computer, depending on which one I'm feeling like, is a plus too. So hmm. cool. Is. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I started watching the new Hulu show catch 22, which I believe is based off a book and God yes. damn it. This is not the most depressing fucking funny shit ever. Yes. <laughs> like uh, that's the only way I can describe it. It's depressing, funny, like one minute you're laughing your ass off of the dark humor. And then the next you're like, holy shit, he's got some serious PTSD. Like, fuck me. That sucks. Um, yeah, that book is fucked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's great. I've uh, enjoyed it. How far into it are you? The first episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that first episode felt like an eternity. Holy shit. Right uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same from the book, but when he's in the, the, the bombing area in the plane, and one guy gets blown out of another plane and lands on the windshield, I'm just laughing my ass off, and then he freaks out, and I feel really bad, and then the next scene, he's trying to wipe the blood off with his fingernail instead of bombing the target, and I start laughing my ass off again. Like, there is something wrong with this fucking shit, so I don't know. 
it's, it's this funny. really good satirical look at world war two um from yeah. what i remember the i don't remember like the specifics of it but um yeah it, it's a satire but it's not it's not like a mel brooks satire you know it's, <laughs> Ooh, it's there, there's a reason that book is like considered a classic like for sure yeah i'm definitely picking up the book once i'm done with the show just to see but uh, fuck, right on i i want to check that show out for sure recommended as fuck but yeah that's pretty much all i've done okay um the only thing that we haven't already talked about really is i played a game called american fugitive uh which is a is a brand new release it looks like a modern version of old grand theft auto like gta one through uh two one two in london um it's so you start out as this guy who apparently was like into some shit but he got out of that life and you get this call from your father and you go go to his house and he's been murdered and you've been framed for it so the first thing you do is break out of fucking prison and now you're this fugitive you're doing jobs and stuff it's quite literally presented just like those old gta games it's this top-down view you can drive vehicles you can do all this shit the the coolest part about this though and the only reason i'm talking about it is when you're going to like break into a house you can break into like any building and what you generally do first is you peek through the window and see if anybody's there you find something to break the window or pry it open with a crowbar or whatever and then you go inside and usually not always there's like an alarm system that goes off and it says hey the cops will be here in 60 seconds and so you can search the house or you can leave and each room that you search is going to add time so it's like oh it's going to take 20 seconds to search the living room when you move into the bedroom that costs you like five seconds to move over and then 15 seconds to search the bedroom or whatever it's this like really cool twist on that sort of game um i'm not like too too far into it so i i don't know if it gets like crazy or anything like beyond that but it's a really cool like um small town gta setup and small town gta oh my god yeah like you're in like a rural town and it's fucking cool like i don't know it's it's neat it's like 15 bucks so you know you kind of know what you get going into it but yeah that was a delight for like this weird game i had barely even heard of (laughs) um and that's all over the place i think it's even on switch so yeah if you're into something like that check it out um and I want to talk real quick before we go, because I know we're about to go. Um, A couple of rumors just came down. Hot, late-breaking rumors in the face of E3. The Witcher 3 might be hitting Switch. How the hell? Yep. Dude, the Switch is Uh, impressing me with what it can fucking run. Yeah, but how the hell is it going to run? It it can impress you with what it can run, and it can also not even get close to running The Witcher 3. I have no idea how (laughs) they're going to do this. I, I, I don't know. Um again rumor who knows but it's coming from like a seemingly reputable source there have been several other leaks like this in the past if that happens i will definitely check that out out of morbid curiosity even if it looks like it sucks it's like you have to right yeah that's gonna be bad though oh my god i don't I, we've we've already discussed how um gog and their parent company whose name i forget is wizards so who the fuck knows what oh, if it what if it runs well and then cyberpunk gets put on there oh god i'm <laughs> just gonna throw that in your ear real quick oh god that's it that's <laughs> that's yeah. it that's all that's <laughs> the only like there's another thing i don't really want to talk about it right now but um yeah sure fuck it all right we're making a call of duty announcement on the 30th <laughs> yeah that's call the exact reaction i knew we'd get but um <laughs> so here's all right so real quickly here's the thing there's been a bunch of fucking leaks coming out right and to add fire to the fucking flames this game is apparently called call of duty modern warfare <laughs> Yep. <laughs> not really helping the perception that they don't improve these games at all year over year right to make yeah. matters worse 
It's apparently inspired by the no Russian mission in Modern Warfare 2, which saw you murdering civilians to maintain your cover with the fucking Russians or whatever the hell it was. So I I don't know if any of this is to be believed. I don't know. Um, We'll see. Apparently we're getting the announcement in three days. So if you're into it, you're into it. I'll, you know, I'll check it out. I check them all out. So I will see what that announcement holds. But yeah, that's it. That's it. We got some social media accounts. We are uh, Game Quest on Facebook, Game Quest Log on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow on those, all of those. Yeah. uh, See what the fuck we're up to on a daily basis. And uh, take your reward and get the fuck out. Mm